Hello, welcome to our Access All Areas podcast. My name is Dr Laura Hill, I'm a GP and Clinical Chair for NHS Crawley uh, Clinical Commissioning Group. Today I'm pleased to be joined by Dr Manesh Patel. Manesh is the Clinical Chair of Horsham and Mid-Sussex CCG and of course a fellow GP. Both of our CCGs are part of NHS Central Sussex and East Surrey Commissioning Alliance. Today we are talking about GP appointments how we're trying to improve the way you, our patients, access these appointments. And I thought it'd be useful to talk to Manesh today in our conversation about how our extended access, um, as we call it, is working across our alliance. Manesh, welcome. Hello, Laura. As I mentioned in the column for the Crawley Observer, um, trying to improve access to GP appointments has been a a long-running must-do for us. It is tricky given the workforce issues in primary care, but we recognise how difficult it is often for patients to access appointments to see us in primary care. How do you think we came to to this point? Well, very obviously, there's been an increase in demand for GP appointments, GP services in general, over a number of years, and we see that through the roughly 4% increase in consultations every year. We have a a very mixed and diverse population who have different needs. Lots of people who work, who work away from home, who find it really difficult to access ordinary daytime appointments. Mm. We know that around the country, people have tested having extended access outside the usual hours, and that has certainly worked for a number of populations where they've benefited from that access and therefore not having to use other services such as A&E where it might not be the right type of service for them. Naturally there are issues about the shortage of GPs, clearly that is affecting the way that we can develop these extended access services, they're they're not quite falling into place at the pace that we would like them to. Mm. It's an opportunity for us to try and develop services around each of our populations and uh, cater for the needs which are changing. They're really tangible challenges aren't they? We launched our hashtag help my NHS campaign last year to try and get us all as patients and residents thinking how they can actually make the best use of their NHS services. So we're always promoting talking to pharmacists, thinking about accessing online advice or dialing 111 for additional advice. Absolutely and of course there are some great online resources as well. Let's bear in mind that 8 out of 10 people look at the internet before they access um, health advice. So one obvious uh, protocol is NHS Choices which is a great site, it's very comprehensive, has an awful lot of information on how people can help themselves and also access the right treatments when they do access services differently. And of course once people have exhausted a lot of these options you know they may well need to contact their GP practice and ask for further advice Mm. uh, which might be in the form of verbal advice, it might be signposting to a different service, it might be booking an appointment with a GP or a practice nurse for further assessment or treatment. Those are the right things. GP services have now become more accessible as a consequence of having both extended access in our communities but also some of the services that are offered by individual practices as well. It isn't really an exact science as to what people might need. Clearly we're going to test the the services that we're developing as we go along Mm. and ensure that they are right for the the population needs Mm. but also fit with 
the availability of the, the clinicians, the health professionals. The overall experience has been that the hubs have been welcomed by the populations. They've been certainly welcomed by some practices in as much that they provide that additional bit of support for very busy days. But it has to be said that it's also been difficult for some practices who have struggled with fewer GPs available to work in their own practices. Mm. Thank you. That's a really fair point. So actually that sort of ideal place where everyone can access general practice in a place and time that's most convenient for them is absolutely an ideal point and we're trying to strive for that but actually what we're asking of our population is that they're patient and accept some advice verbally for example as you said or signposting to other services absolutely absolutely necessary to see a GP face to face each time. The hub certainly in Crawley have provided quite a tangible increase in resource. We have seen some stories where extended access has been quite beneficial. One of our local GPs, Dr Akori, had been working at the hub in Crawley and observed that actually most people are happy to be seen by a GP that's not necessarily their own. The main thing is getting sane and reliable advice. And particularly was impressed that a young mother had visited a hub with her child who had a fever. She tried to access advice quite sensibly from the pharmacist, etc., and had uh, been then provided an appointment to be seen. So she was quite grateful to get that evening appointment, even though it meant travelling to the hub away from her own practice. What do you think the hub has meant for everyday appointments in primary care, Manesh? I found Monday mornings, the other day, is slightly more manageable when the hubs are fully recruited to. Clearly that's going to be maybe more difficult as GPs become shorter in supply. Absolutely, Laura. So I think we, you know, personally I've certainly seen a benefit from having the hub available locally. It certainly has helped us with some of the demand that we have for our appointments and helped patients with access to services. And I'd echo your point that most people seem to be very happy to access a GP at a different venue, a different location, and a GP that they may not be familiar with, but Mm. usually someone who's working in the area, so they know the area, provided they have access to the medical record, which is absolutely the case in the hubs. Actually, when we think about the difficulties some practices are having in staffing, and particularly with GPs, and we reflect actually on massive population growth we've seen across the towns in the last few years. The GPs that are there are having to absorb that work. They're spread more thinly. These are the challenges that, that we're facing in primary care. They're, they're real and they're there. Though the hubs are working, this is something we all need to be practically thinking about over the next couple of years. So, Manesh, both of our CCGs are now part of the wider Central Sussex and East Surrey Commissioning Alliance. So that is an agreement in different ways of working between our CCGs in the north of Sussex. I think it's got some really positive elements to that as we strengthen and that the expertise in our teams. We've got some particular challenges that we've already started to rehearse around GPs, but actually the financial position of the NHS is particularly difficult at the moment. We've come together as an alliance to try and tackle that more proactively together. And there's no doubt that we're all working in challenging times, but I'd like to think we're doing our best to address these challenges. What would be your reflections on changes that we've seen locally? So it's been an intensive process bringing the alliance together, hasn't it? But it's been a very positive experience Mm. uh, so far, hasn't it? So 
we are working with very like-minded people and that's the most important thing Mm. in very like-minded organisations although we're quite different in many ways but we know that there are opportunities here to reduce the duplication of effort around some of the things that we do and offer more value for money uh, especially for the taxpayer in terms of what a CCG and what a collective of CCGs does and we can also learn by example from each other you know what works really well in one area could work really well in another. It's also, I think, an opportunity for us to take some of those things that the CCG has to do and uh, to do them collectively and to do them once so that we can free up some of our resources to focus much more of their time and effort on making things happen locally for our communities. So that's the ultimate goal, I think, is Mm. that particular one. And I think there is an obligation on us from the system around us that we work together and that we provide value and that we are coherent in the way that we operate. And we've got to meet those demands, as you say, the significant financial challenge, especially our um, overall disproportionate expenditure in acute and emergency services and how we invest more and more into our communities and into prevention and well-being, which is really going to pay far more benefits for our population. Clearly we're all working really hard to address these um, and focus on though that value for money for our population, improving the local outcomes and absolutely the access to general practice and care at the right place in the right time. Please remember your NHS services are there when you need them. We really mean this. There's a lot of advice online or call 111. And please look out for my next column in the Crawley Observer at the end of May and, of course, the next podcast. Um, You can download the podcast in iTunes uh, where you'll be able to subscribe to receive future ones too. Thanks again.